Welcome, welcome, welcome each and every one of you for joining us this morning online. I am so glad that you're here. I hope you have your Bibles ready. We're going to get into the Word of God. I'm going to be speaking out of the book of James chapter 4. It's only going to be four verses, but there is so much, so rich word that's in there that we're going to pull out some of it this morning. Father, I thank you for your word, for your goodness. I pray for the people, Lord God, that are watching. Father, whether they're members of Chapel of Change or not, that you would impress on their hearts, Lord God, to continue to press in to the things of God and not fall out. Amen? So, it's been a challenging year for each and every one of us. But I believe that in 2021, God is going to move mightily on the people of God, over your life, wherever you may be right now. Amen? Because there are times in our life that everything moves just like clockwork. Smooth, easy, and it's great. But what about the times that it doesn't move that way? Especially this past year that we were in because of the COVID-19, the challenges that everybody faced, the losses they had in their own personal lives. We stand firm on the Word of God. Amen? And I know you do as well. So what happens? What happens when we're faced with opposition that tries to contradict what we believe? This year was like that. A lot of us questioned, God, what are you doing? God, what's going on? Are these the end times? Lord, what's happening to us? James, the brother of Jesus, amen, begins to encourage the church at large that has been scattered abroad throughout the Roman Empire. They've been scattered to Alexandria, Cyprus, in Greece, in Asia Minor. I myself ended up in Wilmington. I don't know what city you're from. I don't know what's going on in your life. I don't know what this past year allowed you to do or you couldn't do or what's going on in your own personal life. They did not have, James understood this, they did not have the privilege or support of an established Christian church. James writes to them in an effort to encourage them to press in and not fall out. James gives much-needed godly advice to the people of God, to the believers who feel discouraged. He begins to say these things to them. And I'm going to be reading out of uh, the New King James, and then I'm going to break it down to you, amen, in the Message Bible. It's only four scriptures, but it's powerful. James says this in chapter 4, verse 7 through 8 through 10. Therefore, submit to God, resist the devil. Write down the word, uh, underline the word submit. Underline, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Draw near to God, underline that, and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners. James is saying this to the people of God. And purify your hearts. You double-minded. Verse 9. Lament and mourn and weep. Let your laughter be turned to mourning and your joy to gloom. Humble yourselves. Underline that. Humble yourselves. 
in the sight of the Lord, and he will lift you up. I'm going to read it right now out of the Message Bible. And I want you to grab hold of what James is saying. He says this, so let God work his will in you. Allow God to continue to work in you. Amen. Yell aloud no to the devil. Some of us don't talk to the devil and tell him to take his rightful place away from us and away from the people of God. And watch him scamper, the Bible says. I don't know if you've ever yelled at your dog and got upset with him because of something that he did and he scampers into a corner. This is what the Bible is saying. You have the authority, you have the power over the enemy. Some of you say amen wherever you're at. I don't know your situation. I don't know what city you're in. I don't know what's going on in your life. But I know this, that it's time to press in and not fall out of the things of God. I want to say this. Whatever challenge you had, whatever city you're in, like the men and women that were scattered because of persecution, COVID-19 has scattered a lot of people. A lot of people have walked away from the church. I don't know. It may be you because of fear. But I want to tell you this, that God says it's time. It's time to come back to the things of God. It's time. Verse 8 says this. Say a quiet yes to God. Yes, Lord. I submit myself to you. And he will be there in no time. Quit dabbling in sin. I'll let that sink in just for a minute. Maybe because of the COVID-19, I don't know, maybe you fell back into some old patterns. It's time. The Bible says purify your inner life. Quit playing the field. Verse 9 says, hit bottom and cry your eyes out. The fun and games are over. Get serious. Really serious. Verse 10, get down on your knees before the master. It is the only way you'll get back on your feet. The only way you'll get back on your feet. Amen. Number one. And I told you we're only going to cover four scriptures. Number one is submit to God. Please underline that in your Bible. Please allow it to be engraved in your heart. Submit to God. What does it mean? Yield to his authority and will. Commit your life to him and his control. And be willing to follow him. In submitting to God, you're denying the devil's advances against your life. Remember, he is attacking the will of the Father that you have submitted to. And then we wonder why the challenges come strong. Maybe it's because of the call of God on your life. Maybe it's because of the gift that God has placed inside of you. The enemy wants to stop it. Amen? Here at Chapel of Change, we preach the word of God with no compromise. There is no compromise. Let me say this. Is there compromise in your life? What's keeping you from submitting to God, from submitting to his will? Number two is resist the devil. And no, the devil's not your wife. It's not your mother-in-law. And it's not your kids when they act up. 
Resist the devil. Don't allow Satan to entice, to tempt, amen, your life. 1 Peter 5.8 says this. Many, many of you know it. Let me ask you this. Are you doing it? Resist the devil. Another word for entice is to be led. Because of this COVID-19 situation, a lot of men and women of God were led away from the things of God. Don't allow the enemy to stop you from doing what God has called you to do. Amen? We need to recognize when Satan is moving against us. See, it, it, this sounds like, oh man, the, the enemy or, or, or I got enemy friends that are moving against me. See, you need to understand and recognize. When we start speaking worldly terms, a lot of us understand what that language is. But when God says to resist the devil is what James is telling these men and women of God that have been scattered throughout the Roman Empire. Like I said before, I don't know what city you're in. I don't know what may be going on in your life. But ask yourself this. What is keeping you from coming back to the things of God? What is keeping you from attending church? COVID-19. Listen, resist the devil. And allow God to move in your life. We need to recognize when Satan is moving against us. 2 Corinthians 2.11 says this, and I'm quoting scriptures that a lot of you quote. I'm standing on the word of God. It's keeping me coming to church. Listen, I have challenges just like you, but I know who God is in my life, and I know what he's doing. Amen? Like Pastor Brian said, God has already been through this year. He knows what's going to happen at the end. What we need to do is step into the things of God and stop backing out. Press in. Don't fall out. Amen. 2 Corinthians 2.11 says, Least Satan should take advantage of us, for we are not ignorant of his devices. Amen. What does ignorance mean? It means unlearned or without understanding. See, some of us have to come back to the word of God to get understanding of what may be going on in our life. The Holy Spirit will reveal to you what needs to be done. But one thing that we need to do is submit ourselves to God to his authority, to his power, and to his will. Number three says this, cleanse your hands and purify your hearts. Cleanse your hands and purify your hearts. Lead a pure life. Be cleansed by what Christ did on the cross. Be cleansed from sin by replacing your desire to sin with your desire to experience Godly purity. Purity by definition means freedom from anything that contaminates or pollutes your life. Let that sink in just for a little bit. Because that may be one of the things that is keeping you from coming back to God fully and completely. See, some of you are saying, oh, he's asking us to come back to church. No, I'm asking you to come back to God. Come back to the things that he's done in your life. We remember a lot of negative things. Why don't you remember the things that God has done in your life? 
Many times we get upset because we don't have the things we want. But let me tell you something. I've learned this valuable lesson. I don't complain about what I don't have. I've learned to thank God for what I do have today in my life. You think about that one. Cleanse your hearts and purify your hands. Cleanse your hands and purify your heart. Amen. God is so good. And God is going to do something. I don't know where you're at. Some of you might say, Pastor, why do you keep saying that? Because I don't know where you're at. Only you know. And if you look to your left, you got God sitting right there. You look to your right, Jesus. And if you look up, the Holy Spirit is there with you. You're not by yourself. When nobody calls me, nobody cares. Answer your phone. Why don't you reach out? Call somebody. Amen? Call somebody. That was for free. Amen? Number four is lament and mourn and weep. Pastor, what do you mean? Don't be afraid to experience heartfelt sorrow for what you have done or what you've allowed to come into your life this past year. We're in a new year. This is the first online service. It's up to you. It's up to you. Allow yourself to be consumed by the purification process God has for you and for your family. You want the promise? You want the promise? Stay in the process that God has for your life. And you will see the miracle and the move of God over your life and over your family. Stop fighting it. I had to write that down because you know what? It was for me just as much as it was for you. Stop fighting the process that God has you in right now. But I'm alone by myself, Pastor. You don't understand. No, I don't understand. But God understands everything you're facing in your life. It's to our benefit because it reminds the enemy that you, he can't use our past against us. Too many Christians fall back into the same pattern because they don't fully believe God can change their circumstance. Listen, I want to remind you of this. You have been forgiven because of what Jesus did on the cross. He has cleansed you. He has saved you. You need to allow yourself to remember Everything God has done in your life. I just want to add this. If you look at your life from the time you could remember to the time where you're at now. If you carefully look at it, you will see God's fingerprints all over your life. All over your life. Number five is humble yourself. That's something that's hard to do for a lot of people. Humble yourself before God humbles you. Ooh, that's a strong word right there, ain't it? But I'm not going to take it back. Because I'm giving to you what God has given to me so that we can all experience the move of God in our lives. You know, just a small commercial. We've been coming here to Paramount. And man, you know what? God is moving in the services. Hundreds of people are coming in. Hundreds of people are surrendering their lives to God. Hundreds of people are worshiping together. Amen? Of course, we do everything 
by the way the state wants it. We separate ourselves. We fist pump. We wear our masks. We cleanse our hands with the, uh, with the stuff they give us here. If you don't have a mask, come. We'll give you one. That's an open invitation for anybody that wants to come and worship with us here at Chapel of Change. Amen. Humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord and he will lift you up in honor. First Peter 5, 6 says, Humble yourself under the mighty hand of God and he, that he may exalt you in due time. Humbling ourselves before our Lord means recognizing that our worth comes from him. Who we are. Who we are is important to God. Where you are right now in your walk with God is important to him. But pastor, you don't understand. My life is at a crawl. God is still with you. He's willing to lift you up out of that situation that you may give him all glory and all honor in the mighty and precious name of his dear son who died for you and me. Amen? Humbling ourselves before the Lord means recognizing our worth comes from him. To be humble involves leaning on his power and his grace, not going on our own independent way. Many of us did. Many of us took this COVID season as a license to do what you want to do. It's time to stop. It's time to come back to the things of God. God loves you. God forgives you. He's forgiven me. He's forgiven everybody in this room. That is what it is to humble yourself before God. It's saying, God, I messed up. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Allow me to walk in the purpose and destiny that you have for my life. That easy. It's that easy. Amen. Leaning on the power of his grace and not going our own independent way. Too many believers get a little knowledge without any understanding and think they don't need church or the support of godly leaders to help them navigate through their newfound faith. Some of you might say, hey man, I'm not a novice. I'm not a, just a, a barely, I, I got saved a long time ago. Well, let me ask this question. Where are you at? Where's your faith? Where's your trust in God? I know this message is, is a little hard, but listen, we went through a hard year already. You're still here. If you're watching online, you made it. Praise the Lord. Happy New Year's. Merry Christmas. Rearrange it any way you want. It's time to come back to the things of God. It's time to come back. Amen? It's time to come back. We are to remain humble and teachable. Here at Chapel of Change, we need to remember we have good lead pastors and campus pastors who love God first and the people that have been placed in their care. We still care. We still love you. You got to love yourself. You got to remind yourself 
that you are loved by God first. That's why you're still here. There's a purpose for your life. Amen? We are not here by mistake, rather by design. You, me, and all of us here together have been preordained by God. We are here to remind you and encourage you to press in and not fall out. As you close your eyes and bow your hearts in a moment of reflection, I pray that God has touched your lives. Thank you for allowing me to share. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord. We thank God for that word that Pastor Martin shared. Deep, anointed word, inspiring word, also challenging word. That God is challenging us to submit to him, submit to his authority, uh, submit to his crown, submit to his plan uh, for our life. I'm telling you, if we go into this new year submitting to the Lord on a whole different other level, I'm telling you the blessings will follow, the strength will follow, the power will follow, the anointing will follow, the provision will follow. Because God always takes care of those who submit to him. So we thank God for that word this morning. I want to encourage you to marinate on that word all week long. Don't just listen to this and then walk away. No, marinate on the word that's coming out of this uh, pulpit and out of this church. Uh, even go back to our YouTube page and listen to that sermon again. Because God is trying to take us somewhere. And we only get there through submission to Him. At this time, we're going to transition uh, to prepare our hearts for our tithes and our offerings. I want to encourage you, if you're part of Chapel of Change and you have not committed to be faithful in your tithing, man, I, I want to just encourage you to start this year strong. Start this year faithful in your giving. Let me remind you of Malachi chapter 3 verse 10. Let me remind you, it says, God says, bring the whole tithe into the storehouse that there may be food in my house notice that commandment from God bring the whole tithe bring it all don't cut God short don't just give God a piece give bring the whole tithe to God now remember a tithe was a tenth of God's provision everything that God gives us we give a a, a tenth back to him and the storehouse here is symbolic in our day uh, to the house of the Lord now uh, he says bring the tent tithe to the storehouse that there may be food in my house I thank God that we are part of a church chapel of change that is a giving church uh, this this pandemic may have took a lot from us 
but it didn't stop us. Amen. We, we have been ministering all throughout this pandemic. We have been feeding people spiritual food, but we've also been feeding people physical food. Uh, just a couple weeks ago, we provided in partnership uh, with another ministry. We provided about a food for about a thousand families. You should have saw the line, man. We almost we got in some good trouble. The city called us up and said, hey, you got to regulate that line because the cars of the line were all backed up into the community. It, it slowed down the laundry. But I want to let you know that your church is still making an impact even in the midst of this pandemic. We're giving away spiritual food, physical food. We're ministering fresh hope. We're evangelizing the parks. We're evangelizing the skate parks. We're still teaching kids about Jesus. And so uh, your giving, your faithful giving to this church is making an eternal impact. And I want to challenge you. If you have not been tithing, listen, I want to encourage you. The Bible teaches us to tithe, to be faithful in our giving to God. I want to challenge you to go into this new year tithing back unto the Lord. Listen to what the scripture says. Test me in this. God tells you, test them in your, in your giving. Test them in your giving. Test them. In fact, that's the only place in the scripture where God says to test him. He says, test me in this says the Lord Almighty, and see if I will not throw open the floodgates of heaven and pour out so much a blessing that there will not be room enough to store it. Listen, God is saying if you are faithful in your tithing, if you're faithful in your giving, he will open up the floodgates of heaven and pour out a blessing in your life that your home won't be big enough to store it. Your pocket would not be big enough to store it. Your wallet would not be big enough to keep it. Your purse will not be big enough to keep it. Uh, God wants to bless you, but in the kingdom of God, uh, oftentimes our blessing is connected to our giving. So listen, let's go into this new year being generous radical givers. I want to encourage you to start tithing back to the Lord this year. Let me give you four ways that you can give today after we log off. You can go to our webpage, chaplachange.org. That's chaplachange.org. Hit the giving button and it'll give you instructions on how to give. Most of our church family gives online. You don't have to wait till Sunday. You can give on a Monday, a Tuesday, whenever you, whenever God provides for you, make sure you give. You can give through text. There's a number. Uh, the number is 1-888-1888-364-4483. Text CHAPEL to that number and you can give through your phone. It'll give you a, a way to give through your phone. So you could text CHAPEL to 1-888-364-4483. Also, you can give in person. We have five outdoor worship services on the weekend. God loves you so much, he gives you options. Saturday night, 5 p.m., the city of Whittier, you can give in person. Sunday, 9 a.m. in Carson, 9.30 in Paramount, 11.30 in Paramount. 5 p.m. in Carson. You have five opportunities to give in person. In fact, we have another service right now at 1130 in the city of Paramount underneath the tabernacle, the tent. We have another service tonight at 5 p.m. in Carson. Listen, there, there is a power that is released when we come together with our church family to worship the Lord. When we worship in corporate uh, setting, in community, there is a power release. There's an anointing release. Yesterday, a sister 
uh, posted on social media, and I'm going to paraphrase this, what she said. You could go back to my Facebook page and read it. She said, when the pandemic ha first happened, uh, she could not go to church because the church was locked down. She said, when the church opened back up with outside services, she was first skeptical of it because she was a little bit fearful. But she said she got enough courage one day to go to the outdoor service, and she was amazed, she said. She said she went to the outdoor service. She said you could be outside. You could move your chair wherever you want to sit. You could be away from people. You could actually be in your car if you want to be in your car. But she said she was so touched uh, by the outdoor worship being together with the church that you could be with the church and not necessarily be close to the church. But there's power that she received. And she said it was the best decision that she made in a long time. So I want to encourage you. You can come to our outdoor service and worship the Lord uh, with us. If you want to join our online campus, we are preparing for a Zoom worship with me, Pastor Laura, and some of the other pastors. Uh, if you want to join our online campus, you can't come physically. We're super excited about our online campus. Text your name and the word online to 562-393-7330. Text your name and the word online to the number 562-393-7330. And we're super excited about our online campus because God is expanding our church family. We got people that have joined us from Indianapolis. We got people that have joined us from Michigan. We got people that joined us from Torrance because they have physical uh, issues that they cannot come in person and they want to stay connected to the body of Christ. We're preparing for our first Zoom worship. We'll be sending that information out. But if you cannot worship with us in person, join our online campus. Now, it is my honor to be able to close this service with a blessing. Don't ever leave. Don't ever disconnect without receiving your blessing. If you're able, I want to encourage you to stand up. If you're able, I want to encourage you to lift up your palms unto the Lord as we pronounce a blessing over you for this year. Lift up your hands unto the Lord. In the name of the Father who loves you with an unconditional agape love. In the name of the Son who left his power and privilege in heaven that he might save us. And in the name of the Holy Ghost, who will lead us into victory in 2021, may you go this week with the protection and the blessing of the Lord upon your family, upon your finances, upon your home, upon your mind, and upon your body. We bless you in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. God bless you. This is Pastor Brian. We love you. Don't forget to tune in this Thursday for worship and word online. God bless you. God bless you. We love you in Jesus' name.